Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And on this week's show, it's been a few years in the making, probably more than that. <laughs> it took a national, you know, pandemic to to get these guys on the show well at least at least one of them one of the the three of the trifecta you know them from from colt moo you know drinking eating challenges you know pretty much anything under the sun but we have the man i guess we could say the man behind the uh i don't know if you want to call yourself the brains behind the operation or the uh, the idea man <laughs> uh i like to call myself the beauty of the operation yeah, the beauty's um... <laughs> uh, Her Pink is, is here on the show. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Not, not bad, not bad. I cracked open, you know, drinking some PBRs here tonight, trying to keep it in the uh, the bro beer uh, realm here. So, so hey, you know, with everything yeah, going on in the world, can't can't complain too much. Exactly. Uh, it's hard to get out there and uh, under the quarantine uh, and find some good. <laughs> good uh uh bro beers out there you know yeah it, it's been kind of you know some a few times you know at least uh, a few weeks back i went out to the to the store to pick up some stuff and you know there were some bare shelves out there when it came to to beer and i was you know oh, yeah. i was uh, a little worried at the time i walked in and you know the coolers were fairly empty i think at that time i think i had to settle for a uh, a 15 pack of keystone light uh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> Because I think I had got in, I think I was looking for, I think, a 30 of, uh, of PBR, and they were sold out, nothing there, and, you know, went to the, you know, just the, the random stuff that was sitting out there on the, on the corner of the store, then went over to the cooler, looked in there, no sign of it, and it was, it was slim pickings for a while, but, you know, luckily, you know, a few weeks after the fact now, you know, seems like they have a steady flow back in of <laughs> of beer because you know, you know, they're it's essential. So you gotta gotta keep it flowing for the people. <laughs> That's right. Uh, out here, uh, you can actually find a pretty decent selection of microbrews. Still, they ship to like you know Safeway and everywhere. That's out here, just normal grocery stores. But uh, the weird one we can't find anymore is the um, the Stella Artois cider. See there. Cedra, Cedra, yeah, fancy, yeah. fancy for the <laughs> Cedre. 
it, it, it's just that's the the cider of choice for our household, and it is just nowhere. It is gone. It you it's harder to find than toilet paper right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is funny with like like I said, like some of the beers that you know you wouldn't think would be you know scares uh, have become that way, and it's like you know three months ago you could have gone out there had your pick of anything in the world and now you know you gotta time it perfectly before that you know that rush comes through with people you know <laughs> stock up on everything before uh, before you hit the store so totally but it's weird out there it is it is very weird <laughs> and but you know luckily i know for for me and and for you since i mean we know what what you guys drink you know you oh know, yeah anything on a regular anything basis and everything? That, yeah that's why i'm like uh i'm like if it's beer it's alcohol i'm like that's fine with me. I'll find something that if it's cheap, uh, even better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's lucky because I, I started a, a batch of homebrew pretty much right before everything went down. So I still have a little bit of that left too. My yeah. emergency I stash. S- I was I was going to say I saw that a few weeks back. You had posted a picture of you with your uh, your homebrew IPA, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what? Uh, now is this like? A legit homebrew or one of like those, you know, beer kits too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like one of those like oh, it comes in a, a like a carboy kit that you have to buy like their pods to fill in. But I do brew with um, uh, the the um, the malt extract still. I haven't gone full grain quite yet, but I'm heading there. Um, I brewed quite a lot over the last uh, few years. Picked it up, I don't know, about four years ago. And it's a ton of fun to brew your own beer, and it's really rewarding when you make something that tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> this it's been on my list to to do. I have I have sitting in a box down here in my basement one of those you know homebrew kits. You know, not mm-hmm. not the lowest end of it. It was maybe a middle ground of some. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it was it's an American pale ale. Uh, uh, home brewing kit, which mm-hmm. uh, has been sitting here for for a few years now, so I don't know, you know, how good or bad it might be, but it's one of those things I've been saying, you know, one of these days, you know, I'll, uh-huh. I'll do it. And you would think now, with you know all this, you know, free time of yeah, know, man, nothing the time. to do, <laughs> it would be the time to do it. But I still have uh, have yet to uh, break it out, but maybe, maybe. Maybe you can give me that inspiration here today. To oh, for sure. That, that I encourage. To, <laughs> I encourage, heavily. That push it's, to... Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit intimidating to get into at first with all, like, the uh, sanitation you need to do and all the stuff. But once you run through it once, after that, it's like, it just clicks. Yeah, because I know, I mean, people have been asking me for the longest time, saying, oh, do you, do you brew your own wine or have you done your own wine? And, and the, the toilet wine is another thing that I want to uh, <laughs> tackle as well, because people always say, have you tried to, you know, you, you know, they say, oh, you know, you're bum wine, Bob. Have you have you brewed your your own wine before or tried to, you know, mix something up? And I haven't yeah, yet. Get, but, get uh, out that not, ketchup and fruit, man. Mix yeah, fruit I know. You say, yeah, get that grape juice and... <laughs> <laughs> and yeast or whatever, and you know, mix it up in your your bathtub or or whatever. And it's like, all right. I mean, I know there's been some recipes that are out there of you know, like quick, you know, toilet wine to <laughs> to make. You know, the uh, the prison special, as you know, some people like to. <laughs> to, uh-huh, to uh-huh. 
Yeah, so, I'd be too afraid to make that myself, but I have uh, brewed cider, which is closer to brewing or to making wine. So one of these days, I'll just make some wine, see how that goes. And and then beyond that, uh, I got to try at least at some point to make a high ABV uh, malt liquor style beer. Yeah, that that would be something I would like to to do. It's not, it's not so much, you know, brew like an IPA or a pale ale but something like a like a malt liquor type beer i think that would be the the go-to to to give a shot i just don't i don't know what would go into it mm-hmm. but, yeah um, I, I know a lot of extra sugar would probably go into it but yeah i don't know i would love to make like a copycat still reserve recipe or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's what i was thinking i was like that would be the perfect thing you know like just like a a bum beer to to go because you don't really see many people out there you know everybody does their ipas and their lagers and their pale ales things like that but i mean i haven't gone searching too far into the rabbit hole of you know home brewing your own malt liquors but that i think would be uh, something to give a shot I, I, <laughs> I, I imagine it could probably turn out really bad uh there's a lot more room for error i would think with home brewing a uh a malt liquor compared to uh, a different type of beer, but uh, yeah, there's a lot more standardized recipes around normal pale ales. <laughs> I'm sure. yeah. Like I've looked up, uh, what was it? I was finding a recipe for a homebrew, like flavored four loco original recipe style. And uh, there was just this insane write up about it, about how horrible <laughs> their end product <laughs> turned out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, stuff like that when it's like, could you really, officially like brew a a four loco type beverage i know i know there's people out there that will say oh you want to mix up a an original four loco like here's the ingredients you Uh know just mixing things together into one uh glass and say okay here's your you know uh, make believe, you know, original four loco. Yeah, but I'm if, the same you, man. Yeah, I, yeah, but if you could really go through and actually, you know, brew the thing, you know, put all the ingredients together, let it sit, crack it open, and try it. Now that would be the winning, <laughs> the winning combination, I think. Yeah, I agree, man. Just for nothing else but for science, right? Yeah, that, yeah exactly. It's all that's what we do all this stuff for. You know, we try <laughs> things out. You know, we it's all for the the fun of the game and science and say, okay, uh, you know, we try this stuff. So the people at home, you know, don't have to. I mean, if they do, that that's great. I mean, I know you guys certainly go a lot further than you know I do with the. Uh, the different uh, escapades of, you know, drinking and <laughs> and eating. I mean, I'll, I'll crack open a can of something, give it a try. But, I mean, you guys certainly take it to the to the next level. Oh, yeah. Our, our theme is basically why not, <laughs> kind of. And it's just whatever it is. Hey, let's try it. You know, it's an experience. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I mean, we've been going back and forth for years now. I mean, we've been trying to coordinate... Uh, a podcast but it never never would work out timing wise <laughs> yeah yeah when unfortunately uh, when you... very busy but hey we got that extra time now i'm working from home so i don't gotta deal exactly. with traffic or any of that shit so we're good exactly and i know we've been i mean i've been putting your stuff you know, as the 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 bumwinebob.com you know simulcast of the the cult move videos for mm-hmm. for a few years now and 
even before that, I mean, you guys have been out there, you know, drinking and eating everything under the sun. But I mean, just as a quick, you know, you know, cliff notes version. I mean, how did you guys start with the whole cult moo idea? Yeah. So, um, man, it's so long ago now that I think about it, probably 11 or 12 years ago. <laughs> I was, was going to say, I know it's been a long time. So. <laughs> it's been a long time. I'm so and, old. And, and, and a lot of, and a lot of, alcohol has been consumed since then so a lot of brain cells are yeah so it's amazing i even remember (laughs) but uh uh, wero senior wero his dad for one year got him a for a sort of a joke gift a can of bacon and just the thought of that to me and to us was so like intriguing and gross and also kind of like (laughs) appealing that uh, we, we just had to uh, film it. Um, one of the things that had been going around at the time were all these like listicle sort of ar- articles going around about, oh, all this gross stuff in cans and or like the, you know, the Thanksgiving dinner in a can or like, you know, fish buttholes in a can, that kind of stuff. And yeah. a lot of them were like, to me, were lacking in details and descriptions and knowing about it so that can that we got a bacon was just like like the catalyst that set it all off and it's like wow if this if you can get this in a can what else can you get in a can <laughs> the possibilities are endless yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so we just started from there just going on the internet searching for stuff weird random stuff uh we pretty quickly found beans cake which is one of the worst things, it's a condiment, right? That's just, it's a pure salt break that's been fermented, basically. And uh, it has that flavor, you know? So, like, finding that kind of stuff early on was really just, you know, it blew it, blew it up for us. So we've just been kind of going at it ever since, uh, just developing shows beyond just eating gross stuff out of cans and then moving into alcohol reviews and cooking our own stuff. And, yeah, just been... Going strong for quite a while now. Yeah, I think I think when I first came across you guys, had to have been the the bum wine reviews. I think was when you, you first got on, you know, my radar. You mm. know, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I drink bum wine. These guys are drinking <laughs> it now too. This is perfect. <laughs> this is pertinent to my interest. Yeah, I, I like this. I like this. Okay, I will. Yes, I will like and subscribe this uh, to this uh, YouTube page, and I will keep tabs on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I recall actually at the time when we were investigating different kind of bum wines and stuff, coming across the bum wine bob uh, page. So you were a little bit of a resource for us too. Yeah, well, into these things. Well, yeah, you got to find out okay what else is out there. What can we you know get and try you know? And I'm you know, going down the the uh, the classic bum wine reviews playlist here. You know, I mean you got. Uh, let's see, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, 13 or so, you know, bum wines here, you know, mm-hmm. from all, you know, the varieties of MD 2020, Wild Irish Rose, Thunderbird, Night Train, you know, all the, uh, all the classics, you know, all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of big names in there. Not all yeah. the ones I would like to have, but you know, it's yeah, a little bit yeah. hard to get that buck fast over here. Yeah, I, I know. I've been, that's been on my, you know, bucket list for, for years and, I've always had people reach out and, you know, ask me about it and say, oh, have you tried the, the Buckfast, you know, you know, in the UK and in Scotland, you know, they, they swear by it over there. They're like, this is the best drink in the world. It's going to get you so drunk. I'll send you some. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then 
I never hear it. I never hear it. Yeah, like, that happens to us too. I, I'm pretty sure what they do is they look at what the shipping cost is at that point, and they they out at that point. Yeah, because I've I've had a ton of people reach out to me from from the UK asking to send them, you know, different varieties of MD 2020. You know, mm-hmm. once the once the new gold came out this year, and I posted that I got that. You know, my messages were blowing up from people <laughs> over there saying, <laughs> hey, man, I, you know, I saw you got this here. What is the chance that you can, you know, send it over, you know, to the UK? And, and like I said, once you look up, you know, the shipping costs and everything and, and they say, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pay for it. You know, don't worry about it. It's still like it's a hassle to, to ship oh, yeah. over. Oh, yeah. And then I mean, it's always, you know, it's glass in a box. You never know if it's going to break. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've shipped stuff back and forth with people in the u.s and that's never really been a problem you know just you know pack everything nice and you know don't tell anybody what's really <laughs> in the box and yeah. it's like, every once in a while you get one of those carriers that's having a day though and they like to boot those boxes around and we've had a we've had a thing or two break in, the, in transit so i know that's the thing because you're like okay if i pack it here you know in cardboard and paper and bubble wrap and everything it's like okay there's got to be no way that this thing could you know break but you know, lo and behold, don't those uh, postal workers or the UPS guys or FedEx guys, they'll, they'll find a way to kick yeah, it around creative. and break they it on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen I've, I've seen some, you know, people, you know, they're just tossing the packages onto the front steps and everything. And it's like, well, dude, come on. There's a bottle of nitrine in there. That's, that's precious <laughs> cargo. You can't buy this stuff anymore. You can't just kick it around like that. Totally. I mean, but it, yeah, I mean, it's like I would hate I would hate to have, you know, somebody pay for freaking 60 bucks or whatever it is to ship like a single bottle to us and it breaks on the way. That would that would break my heart. So I I just avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, try to I mean, it, and half the fun, at least for me, at least, is going out there and, and searching for the uh, the different beverages and, and drinks. I mean, going into different stores and, you know, looking at the shelves and going into different areas that you've never been in before and i mean at least for me that's what i'll do if i'm you know just out somewhere driving around and i see you know a liquor store i've never you know been to before i say oh, let me stop in there you know check out you know what they got in stock because you never know you might get lucky oh, totally. and, you know, find, find something hunt, man it's about that hunt. It, it is it is i mean it's a lot of fun i mean people will you know say really dude that's that's what you want to do <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> it's like hey it's fun to go out there and you know go to different stores you see the you know the interesting characters that you know run the places or or frequent them uh-huh. <laughs> and uh and and when you do see that you know elusive you know beverage it's like you pick it up you look at it and it's that that holy grail feeling you know and you're like oh yes this is the one uh, that i've been you know searching for and, and waiting for so Oh, yeah. The, the twinkles go off, you know? It's like, oh, you finally spot it in the wild. It's like, I've never seen this one. I need it. <laughs> exactly. And you sit there and you, you, you like, you, you're sort of like, yes. Then people, you know, look around at you. It's like, All right, nothing to see here. <laughs> do my own thing that I got to take out. I got to take out the phone, you know, and, you know, take a picture of it there. And people uh-huh. try to get in there. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, look, I got to document this, guys. You know, just take a step back. All right. Don't worry. You can still get your 99 cent can of Bud Ice. It'll still yeah. be here in a second. Let me just take a picture of, you know, this MD 2020 or whatever it might be. So, you know, just just wait. The people need to see this stuff, all right? 
Yeah, totally. For me, it's like uh, we, I got to buy for my channel. So I'm always buying in bulk at those like little shops. It's like I got like five bottles of MD 2020 and, you know, a couple bro beers. And it's it looks like I am having a good time when I'm walking out of there. <laughs> I know. They say, oh, well, stock up having a big party, huh? You're like, eh, I guess you would say so. You know? Yeah. Uh, eventually you just start nodding whenever they ask that. Oh, you're having a party. Uh, yeah, these aren't all for right now. Can I? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it might look like it, but, you know, not <laughs> quite, you know, but. <laughs> Well, now, have, you haven't had the new uh, MD2020 Gold yet, right? I have not. Uh, I don't even think I've been able to get out there and look for it. I, I just recently found like a new liquor store not too far from here that would be a good candidate to find this kind of thing. So once this whole quarantine thing runs out, maybe I'll go check it out, hit them up, and see if they got any. But it, yeah, it's a little bit hard to find uh, stuff around this area, and that's one of the reasons like we transition out of the bum wine world into more of the bum beer, the bro beers, as we call them, uh, because they're a lot more plentiful. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, a lot of places, too. I mean, you really have to find, you know, those seedy, you know, <laughs> stores, you know, you know, depending on where you are, if it's convenience stores or, you know, seedy liquor stores that, you know, sell this stuff. I mean, you can't go into a lot of, you know, major chain, you know, stores and, you know, pick up an MD twenty twenty or <laughs> yeah. any uh, any bum wine and, and stuff like that. So you, I mean, that's the one thing I've found out over the years is you have to really, you know, do your searching and find that you know hole in the wall on that dead end street in the sketchy area that you know you might not make it out of you know without somebody <laughs> trying to stab you. <laughs> oh yeah, they gotta have so, bars on the window on the outside and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I yeah, I've been to a couple of those when I got some tips from people. They said, oh, they have, you know, I, I could have sworn I saw a night train at this store. And it's like, oh, really? Okay, I go in there and, you know, I pull into the parking lot and, you know, you see these guys hanging right outside the door and there's, you know, bars by the, the register and it's just like, look down, straight ahead <laughs> to, <laughs> to the back of the store. And, and they didn't even have night train there. Aww. So I just kind of walked back there, looked around really quick, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting the hell out of here <laughs> before uh, before shit goes sideways. I'm, I'm out of here and just get right out of there, get in the car, drive away. Like, all right, nobody's following me. All right, I'm good. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the sneaky shops around here that I've started to learn are the, the smoke shops. Like, I didn't think about going into those before, but I found some good bro beers in a couple of smoke shops. So that's what I'm going to have to start looking into. Yeah. yeah, see, like I said, you never know. There's certain stores you might come across that it's like, oh, really? You have this here? And uh, maybe you can come across it. And I know with the with the gold, it seems like if you look on the uh, the MD2020 Wines website, they have a uh, location finder that should tell you what stores have it in stock in your area. And mm -hmm. at least from what I've seen around here, compared to a few months back when it first came out, there was like nothing, but they have started to slowly uh, start to distribute a little more widely with it. So, you mm -hmm. know, like you said, maybe by the time all this quarantine and all this crap winds down, by, by the time you can get out there and do some more searching, maybe, you know, they'll have it in your area to, to give it a shot. And one of these days you'll walk in and say, oh, crap, there it is. 
Yeah, I would love that. It's, yeah, and it's even beyond that. Looks like with this lockdown, like Washington State, that's where I'm at. Is a uh, we're on that whole stay at home, stay safe order, right? So we can't even like get together to film anything, and we haven't right. been able to for two months now. So it's it's a bummer. Yeah, it brings everything down. Yeah, especially I know for you guys and everything is you know being there in person, trying it together. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you crack open the four loco or whatever it is you guys are trying this week. You know, you crack open the can, pour it out. Everybody gives it a sip, gives it their thoughts. You know, then okay, then you pound it down. Okay, get your thoughts on this. So it, it's not the same, you know. So yeah, exactly. And we have like it sucks too because uh, Lit, uh, who makes some very interesting yes, malt yes, beverages, yes. <laughs> they just they had just sent us a couple of their new ones, the Agent Orange, and uh, there's another one I forget the name of it, but yeah, they're just sitting in my fridge now because we couldn't get together and film them before the stay at home order. So they're just sitting there, like calling out to me every time I open my fridge, <laughs> and it's just taunting you now. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like yes, guys, I know you're here. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll you'll be drank at some point. Just just be patient, be ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they don't they're not even like truly distributed to Washington yet, so I can't even like sneaky drink them and then buy another couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've had yeah, that's the same thing here, but I've had some of the the lit uh, ones in the past too that they sent over to me. And yeah, they don't have them over here in New Jersey either yet. So it's like you said, you can try it that, you know, you give that one can. You try it, and then that's it. You can't go. You can't go out and buy another one. It's like, all right. So if you drink it before, then uh, you guys are pretty much stuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yep, that that's a little we're a little stay in that little altar on the top shelf of my fridge. <laughs> yeah, just every time you open it up to to get a drink, you'll see it sitting there, just you know, staring at you like, all right, don't worry, we'll we'll get to you. It'll, it'll, okay. <laughs> Yeah, someday, someday. Yeah, it'll, it'll get there, you know. But I mean, what's your usual, you know, go-to drinks, you know, on just a regular, you know, day, not not recording, not doing any videos or stuff like that? Uh, usually it will be some variety of beer. Um, that's tip, the typical go-to. Uh, and, uh, you know, I uh, average... Probably equally between maybe a Pabst Blue Ribbon, a Coors Banquet, and um, a Rainier. Which I think Rainier nowadays is just relabeled Pabst Blue Ribbon, but... Yeah, you can't keep track anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're just kind of the casual drinking beers, but if I'm feeling a little bit fancy, then there is no no shortage of all kinds of microbrews in the area. And not even microbrews anymore, like a little bit bigger. Like uh, Elysian's a really big brewery around here. Red Hook's really big. Um, and then there's like a lot of smaller ones like uh, 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 Black Raven. That's one of my favorite ones. I don't know how far their reach is yet. But if, I, if, if I'm feeling fancy, I get something in the IPA realm of like a 7 to 9% ABV. That's like sort of my go-to flavor, I think, when I'm really feeling it <laughs> when you're in the mood you know and you're you're ready for it you're like oh yeah i'll give uh give one of those ipas a shot you know and uh, i've always been kind of hit and miss with with ipas and mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not one for the 
the overly hoppy IPAs. Yeah, yeah I totally understand. But I, 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 I yeah, if you find one that has the right balance, man, it's delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Dogfish Head uh, IPA, oh, yeah. uh, the sixty minute, ninety minute. Um, I, I also had a hundred and twenty minute. I think a, mm-hmm. a year or so ago. I know that's like their, you know, their fancy, you know, <laughs> IPA. <laughs> and then I've always been pleasantly surprised with with those and. The level that they have when it comes to the the hoppiness of the of the beer because i mean i've had some that you know i have some friends that are you know all you know love ipas and you know they'll be like hey man you know try try this one and you, you have a sip and you're like "Ooh, okay this is not uh, <laughs> this is not uh you know not for me or i have one friend who loves like you know the you know the 11 12 percent ones and you know it's like I mean, okay, if you're having one drink, you know, maybe, but, you know, when you're planning on, you know, drinking, you know, a duration of, <laughs> of time, uh, you're not going to last, you're not going to last too long with, uh, with that. It depends what kind of mood you're in, you know, sometimes, uh, 11 or 12, you know, you're just having that kind of a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're looking to get that crazy, you get, you want to get crazy <laughs> quick and, you know, you don't want to go down, you know, the, uh, the four loco road. To, mm-hmm. to get that, to get that, you know, 12, you know, 14%, you know, ABV <laughs> flowing through your body, then, then hey, yeah, pick up the uh, pick up the IPA and give that a shot. There's a lot of sugar in those four locos. You got to watch your figure, you know? Just, you know. That's true. That's, yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, but uh, other things, I mean, I like to drink everything, right? So maybe randomly we'll have some wine or ciders or drink some shots, you know? It's kind of all over the place, but yeah, I would say typically just a casual beer drinker. And then Thursday, actually, today's Thursday, uh, is is our drinking night. It, it, back in the, uh, the history uh, of my job that I work at, we used to have a Thursday bar night, and it was every Thursday, so we'd go to a local microbrewery. And drink beer there, and then it's just kind of become tradition that Thursday's the, the day we, you know, get a fancy drink and and keep that tradition alive. And unfortunately, since with the the lockdown, uh, we've been closed out of that. Uh, we do it every third Thursday nowadays. Just going back and seeing old folks, old people you haven't seen in quite a while. It's a lot of fun to do that kind of stuff. So. Try to uh, keep up with it occasionally, you know, just grab a random four loco for a <laughs> Thursday. You know, that's what I like to do. Uh, it used to be my um, what I would do is after I would take the plus home. So I would grab a couple of steel reserves on my way home. <laughs> so every every Thursday I'd have like a steel reserve or two to cap off the night. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was gonna say. I mean, I saw. I know that every once in a while, I know you'll post a picture, you know, of the uh, of a you know a random you know four loco, or I think you had uh, the the forty two ounce of the old English, you know, uh, a mm-hmm. few weeks back, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while, you gotta you get that craving, you know, and it's yeah, like because yeah. you know, regardless of the you know the. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word for you know the the reputation that you know the four locos of the world you know get you know there are you know 
a few in there that are, you know, actually, you know, tasty to to, to drink. I mean, <laughs> uh, certainly not. Tasty all might of them. be a strong word. Yeah, yeah, uh, tolerable, <laughs> I guess. <There> we uh, <laughs> I knew well, it started. Like... I knew it started with a T. <laughs> yeah. I occasionally do have a craving for the gold, for local gold. That's one I, I actually enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm much more of a steel alloy uh, series fan. So the uh, pineapple and the, I think it's blackberry, still reserves. Those, yeah. are, mm -hmm. those are my jam. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the, the steel reserve uh, alloy series ones are a little bit... Uh, better than the the four locos and and they are i mean they are a little you know lower you know abv you know usually the eight percent compared to the you know mm -hmm. 10 or 12 uh, the 12 or 14 of the the four locos so uh, i don't know if that's why and just not as much of the uh the sugary taste uh it's to possible them. I've, I've always kind of wondered yeah, it's that it's that mystery of you know <laughs> what <laughs> what really goes into these uh, you know beverages. Yeah. I mean, they tell you on the can, but is that really true? I mean, do we yeah. do we know? Or is I mean, it, what makes that distinct for local flavor? I don't. It can't be a natural ingredient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something else is going in there. I think <laughs> that they're not they're not telling us about you know, and we know you know it's not the you know the the caffeine and whatever else they're putting in the the original <laughs> four locos of the world. So the so you had to make up for that you know somehow, and you know more sugar certainly goes into it. But there's probably that you know that secret sauce. Yeah, that's in yeah. there. Whatever uh, it is, it gets you where you're going though. So even even if they are tolerable, they're still pretty good in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, with with every drink, you know, you have your good ones and your bad ones, and you know, like you said, the, the pineapple uh, steel reserve, that's always a uh, a good one. I I mean, I've had the blackberry one before, but I haven't had it in a long time. So you know, now you kind of you know put that thought in my head that probably the next time I go out, I'll have to. Uh, pick up one of those because it's been uh it's been too long since uh <laughs> oh, yeah. I had the, the blackberry uh steel reserve and, and that was and that was the original uh flavor of the uh the steel reserve alloy series so you know you gotta you gotta go back to the uh you know the og and the <laughs> the original <laughs> totally you gotta get back to your roots every once in a while you know yeah yeah so i'm like oh man it's been too long you know so so i'll add it to the list Totally. And, uh, you know, I do like uh, Litz. Uh, the newer flavor ones that are like crazy high ABV, like 15%. Uh, what I like about them is they don't use uh, a ton of sugar in them. So they are a little bit lower on the uh, hypoglycemic index or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. that. That's kind of there with, with the Lit ones. That's like their selling point is the whole, you know, not as sugary as, you know, your Four Locos and the other malt beverages of the world. And not only, you know, that reverse osmosis, alcohol uh, thing, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> I'm like, all I, I know is... <laughs> Yeah, I know, they're, they're like, oh, it's not, like, it's not as sugary. They do reverse alcohol osmosis. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but, okay, you say it's 15% and it will get you drunk. So, okay, yeah, because I think I had the uh, – because I know 
I was just actually on looking here, and I know you had the the blue bomb and the pink payload. Yeah. And and I had those as well, and I think I I did the same thing. I I did a podcast where I I cracked both of them open at the same time, you know, to do a whole you know taste test with it, and that was one of those where. You know, it's kind of going back and forth between them, you know, sipping them. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, it comes at you quick when you're not, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you know, ready for it. And you're like, okay, okay, we'll try this one, try this one. Okay, we'll put a sip of this, a sip of that. And then, you know, next thing you know, you know, half hour later, you know, you've gone through, you know, half a can of, you know, each of them, uh-huh. which, you know, you know, one full can. And you're like... Okay, all right, I feel pretty good. So this is this stuff's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're a single person doing that, man, you probably came to like three hours later, still podcasting, right? Yeah, without, without any pants on. Yeah, you just go out there, just like there's it it a whole bunch of silence in between. So I was like, right, we'll have to, you know, chop out, you know, <laughs> this hour of silence, you know, or the snoring, because um, people would be listening, be like, is he, uh, is is he dead over there, <laughs> or what? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or what happened? It's like oh okay, so so yeah, so I mean it's in for all this stuff, you know, it's all about the fun of you know trying out new drinks and uh, and that's the same thing too. I mean, people say, well, why do you drink this stuff? And it's like, well, you know, it's it's fun to try out new drinks and just see you know what's good and what's bad. At least at least from from my perspective. Uh, at least, I mean, I know you guys go through, you try things, you know, then you give them your, your rating. Um, I mean, would you say that's the same thing? It's just, you know, oh, I absolutely you know agree, I mean? man. <laughs> totally. It's about, it's about experiences, right? It's about being able to tell stories. Uh, when, when you, sure, you can, you know, go to the store and just buy your normal go-to whatever, but then you're not ever trying anything new. You're not having new experiences. You're not learning about what's out there in the world. And it, it doesn't just apply to, you know, drinks for me. It applies to everything. So food, drinks, travel, you know, just do stuff, you know, just try things. Uh, you never know what you're going to run into that you really enjoy. Yeah, when it comes to stuff, you know... Uh... Because I guess have have you guys really done much with with food pairings at all with with drinks? I know I know you do your drinks and you do your your food reviews if it's the canned foods or deep fried deep fried foods or oh. or whatever your next ideal idea is what that comes to food. I mean, have you done anything with with food and drink pairings? You know, specifically, we I don't think we really have and. That's kind of a, a good idea. Like the closest we get is our um, our microwave delight show, where we always pair our frozen entrees with a wine of some sort. Uh, and and strangely strangely enough, we do most of the time try to find something that is a pairing for what we're eating. Uh, it is sometimes hard to find like what is the perfect wine pairing for a hungry man yeah. fried chicken dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's trial and error you know you have to <laughs> just keep going through and trying out different pairings and see which one uh which one's a hit yeah yeah totally but uh yeah um i'm totally into that you know uh i would like to try doing that a little bit more if we could yeah i mean i've, I've had people 
asked me about pairings and stuff like that. And I think the only one pairing I, I did was um, there was a, a beer I had maybe a year or two. I think it might have been last year, I think. But it sat, it sat in my fridge for a year before I actually drank it. Because <laughs> it, was, it was a leftover beer that a friend of mine had, had brought to, uh, I think it was for our fantasy baseball draft. And he drank one of them and hated it. That was the, the Poor Richards, I think, Tavern Spruce Ale. Which, oh, Spruce. Yeah, that'll have a flavor. Right, which taste, tasted like soy sauce. <laughs> so I, I, he's like, I don't want it. Do you? He's like, here, you want to take it? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, I'll take it with me. And so you know, I brought it home with me. It sat in my fridge for, for a year until I finally opened it up to – I think I had a sip of it the one day when he had it. I took one bottle home with me, and then I said, you know, this is the perfect pairing for <laughs> the left leftover uh, lo mein and some Chinese food. And I and I did a feature on the on the site with with that that food pairing, and I'm like I'm like you know what this is actually you know a good idea to <laughs> to pair yeah. these beverages with you know. You know that's not, a great idea. Not, I've not, had not a few beers that not, are soy saucy like that. Yeah, and, and not not some like fancy meal, but like with just like your leftover reheated, you know, Chinese food, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. some lo mein and some General Tso's chicken, you know, just something like that. I mean, it's uh, things like that to to put together and just try out and see, you know, what's a what's a hit in the <laughs> yeah in, or for your palate, you know. Yeah, where we really find pairings is on our. Um... Diners of Destiny, but that's more food to food pairings, right? Where we're finding out like what happens when you add, uh, you know, cheese whiz and sardines and <laughs> knows what else to a hot dog to create the ultimate hot dog. Occasionally, it works out like uh, pulled pork vanilla ice cream. Nobody would have known before that that it was delicious, <laughs> but we found it out. See, look, you're doing you're doing the work over there. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> as you said, you know. Somebody has to go through and try out these things to give them a shot and see, okay. Yeah, somebody's uh, got to do it. Yeah, so, so why not you? You know, better you than, you know, some, some random person. So it's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I just love those experiences, you know. I just, even when I'm, you know, going out to eat, not even for shows or whatever, if it's, a, if it's like a restaurant I go to all the time, I still won't get my, like, favorite thing they make if they have something new. I want the new thing. I want to experience something new. Yeah, you, you got to try a, something different, you know, and see, you know, yeah, sure, you like what you like, but you won't know until you try something new if, you know, there's exactly something else you enjoy. So that's what, you know, the the name of the game is. And it's the same thing with drinks. I mean, you say you go to the, the store, you, okay, you want to buy your, you know, 30 pack of, you know, PBR. But if you're looking through there and you see something new, you're like, well... You know, I got to give it a shot and try it uh, and see. You might have a winner on your hands, so you don't know unless you, you give it a shot. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And I think that just doing the show has helped us out a ton, just being able to do that. Because, you know, way back when we first started, sure, the ideas of some of these were intriguing. But uh, until you, you know, stick your toes into the pool, <laughs> you <just laughs> never know what temperature it is. Exactly. So. You don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we like even uh, one of the early ones was uh, a kimchi. I haven't had I, we hadn't had kimchi ever 
before and we tried it on the show we totally expected not to like it um but once we had it, it was like wow this stuff is amazing it's like you know spicy uh sauerkraut basically it's yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's delicious so there's all kinds of stuff we found on our shows that are super tasty and all kinds of deep fried stuff like you're saying that's amazing like it's just so much fun yeah, like you said, some stuff out there might get, you know, a bad reputation, but you give it a shot yourself, you're like, well, people are hating on this, but, you know, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, and it's a lot of stuff people haven't tried, or in other cases, it's just, you know, foods that people didn't grow up eating. There's a lot of kind of foods like that, that, you know, once you give it a shot and you acclimate to it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's, you begin to appreciate it, you know? Exactly, yeah, that's it's, it's, it's an acquired taste. You know, with, mm-hmm. with a lot of these things, and the same thing with with drinks too. It's like, okay, well, like, how do you, how do you drink? You know, you know, night train all the time, or this and that. It's like, hey, well, you know, you you drink it long enough, you know, you <laughs> it, it becomes part of you. It becomes an acquired taste. So, yeah, totally. And that's uh, even going back to IPAs. It's they're the same thing because early on when I was drinking, I didn't drink a ton of IPAs either. But after experiencing a ton of them. Uh, it's hard not to in Washington State, man. That's like 80% of the beers you can find around here, so either you acquire a taste or <laughs> you don't drink a lot. Exactly. Sometimes you're... I don't want to say you're forced to acquire the taste, but if that's what <laughs> is out there on the the shelves for you to buy, and it's like, okay, well, either I can get this IPA or, you know, nothing... Uh, you say, well, I need the I need the booze, so I'll take the IPA. Yeah, totally. Well, so you asked me. I I, I would want to ask what what is your typical uh, go to for beers, or even drinks in general? Are you more of a bum wine guy? On, on a normal everyday, I'm a beer guy. You know, ninety percent of the of the time. You know, if it's a, a, a PBR. Um, you know, Miller High Life, uh, uh, Blue Moon, you know, you know, stuff like that. Just like basic. I mean, like I said before, I mean, you know, Keystone Light. I mean, (laughs) 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 I'm not one to discriminate, you know, I mean, I had, I picked up last weekend, you know, some, some Land Shark. So, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really all over the place when it comes to, to beers these days. And, and even with this whole, you know, lockdown and everything too. Every time I've kind of gone out to the store to, you know, restock, I've always been trying to find something different to to get and not have kind of the same thing over and over again. I mean, I, I did have a, I got a 30 pack of, of hams. Hams has been a good one for me uh, lately. That's, I've become a big fan of, of hams over the past couple of years. Um, but, you know, just, you know, that, that basic, you know, cheap beer, you know, that I can kind of try to get, you know, a 30-pack for around that, you know, $20, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, price point, you know, to to go through. But, yeah, with all this stuff going on and every time I go out there, I'm like, okay, well, what do I have left over? What can I get that's a little bit uh, uh, different to to drink, you know, for for the upcoming week uh, or so. But yeah, I mean like yeah, 90% of the time I'm usually, you know, drinking beer and then uh, <clears throat> every once in a while 
I'll crack open a uh, a bum wine concoction. You know, this past week I had to, you know, since we had, you know, Cinco de Mayo the mm-hmm. other day and I've recorded a podcast, you know, uh, a couple of days prior to it, uh, I had to mix up a, uh, a Mad Dog margarita. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with, some, uh, with some of the uh, the classic um, MD twenty twenty, the red grape wine, uh, some triple sec, uh, lime juice, and then I kind of added a little extra of the MD twenty twenty, the pineapple gold to it to kind of you know uh-huh. cap it off a little bit there, which is a a tasty beverage to to try so uh yeah that's an interesting little suggestion that, for you impressed. yeah yeah i had a uh, uh bob roland who was on uh, on my show probably about a year ago at this time he came up with the mad dog margarita concoction and i that was the first time i tried it he said okay if we're doing a podcast i want to you know mix up a a special bum wine concoction <laughs> for you and he came up with that idea with the the red grape wine MD 2020 is like four parts MD, three parts uh, triple sec, and then, you know, two parts lime juice, uh, which can be, you know, tweaked a little bit depending on your your palate <laughs> for it. <laughs> uh, but it, it, you throw in some, some ice in there. I think he even added, you know, a little, uh, I think, you know, the salt around the rim garnish to it and everything. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but I'm like, well, I kind of mix it all up in a solo cup and, <laughs> and drink it that way. I'm like, I like it that fancy. But, uh, but yeah, that's, it's pretty good, you know. So for the, uh, you know, for the summertime, you know, you're looking for that and, uh, you know, a little, or maybe a little bum wine, you know, sangria, you yeah. know, ways to do that too. So, so yeah, so like I said, you know, most of the time it's just the, <clears throat> some sort of a beer and then, you know, if it's not a, you know, for special occasions, you have to break out the uh, the bum wines, especially for some of the ones you know, you know, Night Train and Thunderbird, which are not in production anymore. So, I mean, I have a few bottles here uh, oh, okay. stockpiled, uh, but you know, you have to be conservative in you know, savers for special occasions if you can't <laughs> find it anymore. So, <clears throat> totally. so it's not like. It's not like the old days where I could just break it out, you know, you know, Thunderbird Thursday or <laughs> Night Train Tuesday. Say, like, all right, it's Tuesday. Let's break out the Night Train. Let's, uh, you know, have a have a few glasses of that. So you have to, you know, you got to pace yourself now. Uh, yeah, it's sad when they uh, when your old favorites, you know, get discontinued. Yeah, you know, we're crossing our fingers, hoping that one of these days, you know, they'll come back and you know, say that they'll bring them back. But mm-hmm. uh, every every time I reach out to them, they say, oh, sorry, you know, we've discontinued this and we're trying to work on, you know, new beverages to <laughs> to to go to that market and everything. It's like, well, what, the bums? I mean, they, they know what they like. <laughs> they, they knew what they like for years and years, and now you guys took this away from them. So you're going to have some... Uh, uh, upset bums on the streets yeah they're probably trying to hit some millennial market whatever blah 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 yeah well that was that was like yeah with like the uh <clears throat> the md 2020 when they came out with the md 2020 cans uh a year or two ago trying to you know right hit- i remember those i never saw any yeah i i i only tried them last summer just because i 
I had a friend of mine down in Georgia who sent me some that he came across in some gas station <laughs> down there. He's like, hey, man, I found these uh, MD-2020 cans. You want me to send them to you? I'm like, yeah, sure, send them up here. <laughs> so I got to try them. But, you know, that was one of their, you know, failed experiments of, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get into that, you know, you know, it was technically a hard wine in a can, but uh, mm-hmm. trying to get to that, you know, malt beverage market of the world. But then they discontinued that, decided to go with the the MD-2020 gold instead. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of that is just trying to say, okay, you know, people of the, you know, the younger, you know, millennials aren't buying, you know, <laughs> those classics so uh, we have to create these new drinks to to cater to that market so mm-hmm. yeah so that's it's 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 sad you know when you know the old favorites start to to vanish off the shelves but you know like i said we hold out hope you know that we go into those stores and we come across new drinks things that we we like and you know maybe they can you know get on that that list you know and become the top favorites yeah for sure i remember uh for loco uh when it was first uh, uh they changed the recipe uh even back before then sparks was the thing we used to drink with <laughs> yeah, the caffeine yeah, in yeah, it. yeah yeah i had that too yeah <laughs> and like i i don't know what it is but there's something about the caffeine in the malt beverages that really gives it a sort of a tasty bite in my opinion and when you when you lose that, it just loses the appeal and the flavor. And that like we were lucky enough to find on eBay uh, through uh, Matt from Reckless Eating. Uh, he had a hookup on eBay where this guy had a bunch of cases of original recipe for logo to <laughs> stockpile. So he was like selling them on there, and we ended up getting a, a few cans of the original recipe. And I hadn't had it before. I've only I had only had the new recipe. And man, the old recipe, so much better. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about having that caffeine in there, but the flavor itself was just—I would—I would dare say it was tasty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I guess it was like we were saying before when it's like—I guess because now you're trying to overcompensate <clears throat> with the sugar mm-hmm. over that, you know, that that caffeine that gives it that. Actually, not that—not that caffeine really has, you know, a a flavor <laughs> to it but it's just you know you're putting in more sugar to make up for okay well we can't put caffeine but if you give them more sugar that will give them more of a rush so it's like you know you've gone too far with the sugar now where it overpowers the actual taste of the the beverage so when you don't have to make up for that with you know the classic four loco it's like you know, this is this is not a bad drink yeah, yeah, they just had, they had something there, and then you know, as always, a bunch of kids had to ruin it. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were all having fun. We could have had a great time, but you know, somebody had to drink too many cans of it. And... <laughs> somebody out there had to get too eager. Yeah, and now this is this is how how it happens. Screw it up for everybody, you know. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Uh, also, along the, along the lines of your drinks, like I I, w- I was kind of interested to know about how you got into the whole bottom line world yourself. I mean, what it really started with was uh, a friend of mine 
you know, got um, a few bottles of Night Train. And it was mainly because of, you know, hearing about it for so long from the, the Guns N' Roses song, you know, Night Train. Mm-hmm. And you heard, you know, about, you know, this elusive <laughs> a drink. <laughs> and and my friend, he, he picked up a couple of bottles. We, we tried it out. And, and it was that rush that it gave you with, you know, the Night Train and the, the sugar and the alcohol. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm running down the hall, you know, trying to, you know, shake the, the banisters like I'm the <laughs> ultimate warrior. And it was it was just like this rush that kind of overcame you. And uh, I think after that point, then I started to, to do some more searching and, you know, found out, okay, well, there's Night Train. Then there's, you know, there's Thunderbird and there's, you know, MD-2020 and cisco (laughs) wild irish rose and it's like oh there's all these things that are these these quote-unquote you know you know bum wines out there so then it started the like i said the search of going out and trying to to find all these to give them a try and then it kind of just evolved into okay well you know drink these things all right let's start you know talking about them and <laughs> and posting reviews and then became a you know a, a podcast to talk about cheap booze and mm-hmm. everything yeah. so it's just one of those things you never know what you try that will same thing with you it, it was just a chance encounter with some you know some some canned meat <laughs> <laughs> and, and and next thing you know you're you're running this uh, successful youtube channel yeah it's just that one you know new experience that you don't expect to happen, but it just opens up a whole new world, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we just go day by day and say, okay, what's next? We'll, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, what's, uh, I mean, I know with all this stuff going on now, it's kind of put you guys on, you know, lockdown for now, but I mean, what's, uh, what's, what do you guys have on tap over there on the, the Colt Moo channel? Yeah. So, um, we have, uh, a few videos, you know, I've been really sort of uh, uh, dripping them out there, just like one a week at most. And uh, still got a few videos that'll last us another uh, month, probably. And then after that point, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to start, like, streaming games or something. Yeah, just solo, you know. I mean, I know you, I know you can't hit the, the ones you have on that you have on, uh, you know, stock to for when all of you guys are together, you just have to start, you know, picking up some random stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit rough out there right now, but yeah, it it is what it is, and I mean, we still have a blast doing it, so we're just gonna keep going, you know, uh, as long as we can. Um, and once we can get back together finally, just get back to it. I'm just really excited. Uh, <laughs> For when we can make that happen again, right, right. <laughs> man, there's so many things out there uh, that you just gotta try. And um, yeah, so let's see. On the backlog, I think we have a uh, let's see. We got a cult kitchen. We got a just desserts coming up. Um, and there's one other show. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but I know the cult kitchen is. Uh, we found these old are not old cookbooks, but these cookbooks with uh, Kathy Mitchell doing the dump recipes. I don't know if you've heard about these. I have not known. 
<laughs> so, so she's a pretty uh, no name, like on the uh, as seen for TV sort of world. Uh, that's one of the styles of shows we do where we review as seen on TV products. So her recipes called dump dinners, uh, where the idea behind them is you take a bunch of ingredients that are really cheap, dump them in a single dish and basically cook it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, there's another channel uh, that I'm a big fan of, Mike Jeevins. Uh, he does uh, infomercialism. He, d- he does a lot of the uh, uh, dump dinner sort of reviews and as seen, for TV, as seen on TV stuff. So he's been an inspiration for us for sure. Um, so I love I love doing that kind of stuff. Just dumb like products, trying them out, like try and buy it. We do stuff like that too. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, we got some dump dinner coming along. We did an ice cream where we turned um, uh, what is it? Uh, coffee creamers. We got some coffee creamers, and uh, this struck me one day. It's like, wait a minute, coffee creamers just cream and sugar. That's all. That's the same thing as an ice cream base. What yeah. if you could just turn coffee creamers into ice cream? See, genius. See. Yeah. So that's uh. So that's one thing we're gonna find <laughs> out, and uh, yeah, that's all coming along in the next few weeks, and then yeah, like I said, after that point, it's I don't know. I'm just gonna be like chatting to people in a robe, like yeah. eating Vienna sausages out of a can or something. Yeah. Say so like, all right, here we are. We're here uh, live this week, and. <laughs> Eating some of the sausages here, um, <laughs> drinking a PBR, and uh, yeah, what's everybody doing tonight? Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, well, hopefully, all this stuff will be over, you know, sooner rather than later, and you can get back to, to normal life and getting together and get those videos back out there. Because you know, once the like I said, once the backlog runs out, people are going to be salivating, you know, waiting to to hear from you guys again. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they already are. <laughs> like, what's this? There's only one video a week. You jerks. Yeah, come on. Maybe come that. on. Yeah, but, yeah, we're, we'll are we get back to it for sure. There's so many things we got to deep fry, you know? <laughs> well, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on here and, and chatting and, you know, telling everybody all about the, the world of, of cult moo. And the the food and beer and bum wine and booze and everything in between. Oh um, man, it's been a pleasure. It's awesome yeah, here. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm glad we. I got, love bumming with Bob K. Uh, hey, hey, I love having you on here, and, and definitely, you know, we'll try to. Like I said, it's been back and forth for a long time trying to make this uh, happen, and you know, definitely once you guys are all back together again. We'll try to get the the whole gang on yeah, <laughs> to do to get uh, other jerks involved. Yeah, to do to do another show. So I mean, I guess uh, you want to give uh, you know uh, one last plug. You know, tell people you know where they can find all your stuff. Oh, for sure. You can find us on that old YouTube dot com slash cult moo c u l t m o o, where you can see us. That's myself, hair pink, uh, Lofi molasses, and Senor Wero try out all kinds of different. Food reviews and cooking and drinks and pro beers and bum wines and just new experiences all around, all centered around food. So if you like food and you like drunken shenanigans, uh, <laughs> it's perfect. It's the perfect fit, you know. And you know, we and we always like to, you know, simulcast the uh, the the bro beer reviews or the bum wine reviews or whatever drinks they have flowing over at, you know bumwinebob.com so oh, yeah we appreciate it 
So you can always check him out there too. So, but hey, man, thanks again for, for Thank coming you. on here. You know, having some drinks. You know, just shooting the breeze, uh, having a good time, man. So yeah, definitely. Once the the whole gang's back together again, and you start recording, um, well, we'll make a point to to make it happen to have everybody on the on the show again. Oh, definitely. I will. Right, we'll. Uh, we'll finish up our uh, our pbrs <laughs> oh, i already did Over I'm here. On the next uh, oh yeah i finished my <laughs> one i have my other one here and uh but yeah man you know you know be safe out there stay out of trouble keep uh keep searching those uh those stores to find some new drinks in the meantime oh you know it <laughs> all right man until next time cheers cheers